Chapter 25. An entire aisle is already engulfed. The back door, Seven says, choked up. The back door! Chris and Devante follow us down the narrow hall near Daddy's office. It leads to the restroom and the back door where deliveries are unloaded. Smoke's already filling the hall. Good evening and welcome to our last chapter edition of our The Hate You Give podcast. I am Miss Huff and this week I have with me Miss Wilson Gabor. Awesome. So we've made it to the end of the book and I just, the end of the book, this book just hit me like a train and I didn't really want it to end, but at the same time I couldn't stop crying. So my quote this week that I've picked out is from page 424 and 425 and it says, daddy glances back at me and there's this expression on his face that I've never seen before. He turns around to the cop who's holding Mr. Lewis and says, he ain't lying. King did start it, officer. Holy, daddy snitched. It's my store, he says. I know he started the fire. Did you see him do it, the cops ask. No, that's the problem. We know King did it, but if nobody saw it. I saw him, Mr. Rubin says. He did it. I saw him too, Tim says. So did I, Miss Yvette adds. And now the whole crowd is echoing the same thing, pointing at King and his boys. I mean, everybody's snitching. The rules no longer apply. So, step one asks us literally what's going on here. And literally what's going on here is that in the middle of the riots, when Star and Chris and Vante were all in the store, King's boys came for retribution for Star for talking on TV. Even though she didn't mention King's name, he decides this is his moment and he locks them in there and he sets the store on fire with his boys and they, they leave. And because the fire department and cops have come, Maverick decides the rules are one thing and his kid is another. And he turns on King publicly and doing so inspires the rest of the neighborhood to do so as well. And King gets arrested. So literally that's what's going on here. But allegorically, how do we see this in our world today or in other books and movies? Well, I mean, so there is a part of communities that, you know, snitching is negative, but Mm -hmm. within the not snitching, a community is built, right? So in this pact to not snitch, the community comes together to pretty much police itself. And so we take care of our own. Right. And the snitching is seen as really negative. Right. But if you look at history, Mm -hmm. snitches have won all throughout history all across the world. That's how we have a democratic society (laughs) with a constitution. That's how France got their democracy, taking down um, their monarchy. Um, We see it in smaller communities of people banding together and fighting back against the man, right? Whatever the man may be. Even if it's not the police in this case, the man is king. Right. And he's worse. Yes. (laughs) So... I mean, I, I, 
there are plenty of movies and TV shows that show this sort of thing. And then I feel like we see it in high schools all of the time. Yeah. And there's a lot of not snitching, you yeah. know, um, coming together in that way and kind of fighting back the man that is the teachers <laughs> and the, the administration of high schools while at the same time, Every once in a while, somebody comes to me and says, hey, miss. Yes. Such and such might um, be a problem. Correct. And so there is still this reinforcement of kind of coming together and feeling, feeling that it would be good to, for everyone to feel safe. Yeah. To take down the one person or the couple of people that are making us all feel unsafe. When and someone to, crosses the line. Yep. And yeah. to take the leap of faith that you will be protected and that people will believe you yeah. and that righteousness will come out of it. My first year here, I clearly remember a student coming in to me and saying, so miss, my friend has this problem because um, there was a group who had taken pictures of a kid um, and they were inappropriate pictures and then they were trying to pass them around. And a kid who got in trouble all the time saw this and decided it was over the line and came and went into like anonymously and my friend saw and would tell me that, hey, I know who took these pictures and where it started and I think it needs to stop. And so then I was able to go to administration and, and we were able to, to involve deputy and like put a stop to this. Because at some point, there are things that need to be made safe for everyone. And I'm just thankful that I was the space and the person still related to the man that someone felt comfortable coming to. Mm -hmm. And I hope that we have that more often, truthfully. Because at least here, I feel like most of us are here for the right reasons. And we, we want to have a safe space. And we want to have kids who build community and that's why we're doing this this whole podcast and, and book is about building community with our kids and learning what it's really like to live as a minority um, because that's not an experience I grew up with and so I guess that's my personal connection and then as we think about a call to action what do you feel inspired to do based on, based on this? You know, when are you willing to stand up as everyone in the neighborhood did? So, I mean, I'm really lucky that now I teach AVID. So for 10 years, <laughs> I taught social studies, mostly, or English, or intensive reading, and now I teach AVID. And the majority of my job is to create community. So, like, we're an AVID family. Mm -hmm. I call myself the avid mama and I've <laughs> created my call to action is to create a safe space where people can come for extra support, whether that be just for them or I've had people come to me about friends. Mm -hmm. People will drop, you know, a comment here or there that, that they know I'm going to act on, but they right. don't have to tell me the whole story. Um, to keep everyone safe because mm -hmm. we've learned the difference between right and wrong and we've learned how to know when a place is not safe. And so I guess my call to action is just to continue to create that and to try to spread it more throughout the school. Because the larger the AVID program is, the more students in more classes, 
feel like they belong here, feel like they have a, a family, family here. And so they're willing to protect that family when something's going to go wrong. That's a wonderful thing. I'd love to be part of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've, I've been part of Avid in other places and schools as well. And I hope to be more involved in it here too. Um, additionally, I try to set up a space in the library where if the lunchroom is too much for you, you can come to the media center during lunch. Um, and I try to keep it so that we are all nice to each other in the media center. And I hope that that works. I, I hope that students see that and feel that and feel safe there. But I also hope that they're willing to stand up and that I'm willing to stand up if something happens that shouldn't. And here's to us all being brave enough to do that because it sure does take courage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thank you so much for talking with me about this this week. I do have one more podcast Uh, For everybody, there will be one more where we look at all of the quotes that we've looked at all throughout this podcast, and we do something called Florilegium, or look at the flowers within the ledger or the writing that we've created. So we look at all of our quotes together and see if, as we read them, a new story emerges and see what that means. So I look forward to doing that with everybody next week. You can find us on Podbean very soon. We'll be in iTunes. I will post the link in Edsby and tweet it out. Um, And please comment and keep the conversation going. One book, one school, one community. Let's become a Brandon family. Thank you.